Hey there, it's Jenny Holbert, and you're listening to the Wild Wellness Podcast. Thank you so much for clicking play. And in this episode, I'm going to share five things that I do for better sleep. Because I have to say that every time I teach a wellness workshop, I get questions about natural ways to get better sleep. I get a lot of questions about which essential oils are best for sleep and relaxing, which I'm going to share the essential oils that I personally keep next to my bed. But I also am going to share some other things that I do to help me sleep better as well. Because this has been a struggle for me personally in the past and I've gone through seasons where sleep has really been a challenge for me. I've had trouble getting to sleep. So I know how frustrating that can be when you're wide-eyed and you just want to relax and be able to go to sleep, but you're kind of in this tired but wired state. So hopefully something that I share out of these five things that I do for better sleep will help you and you can start with one of them and just move from there depending on what helps you personally. So first, about an hour or two hours before bed, I actually take a powdered magnesium supplement. It's called Natural Calm, and I just mix it with water. So about two teaspoons is 325 milligrams of magnesium citrate. And I use this because it is known to naturally calm the body physically and also kind of helps my overall state to wind down. In the past, when I have had adrenal issues, I saw that I was low in magnesium. So that's something that I knew was related to that time. And sometimes your minerals can really affect your sleep. So it might be something that you want to look into as far as getting testing to see what your mineral levels are like. Work with a holistic practitioner, like a naturopathic doctor that can test those for you. Because that's not to say that everybody needs the same thing, and I'm certainly not giving medical advice here. So something to look into. Second thing that I do for helping me get better sleep is minimizing the lights and the blue light that I get hitting my eyes. So the thing is that we get blue light from screens, computer screens, phones, iPads, whatever it might be, and also a lot of times just having the lights on. And when that blue light hits our eyes, or light in general, at that time of day, it can really mess up our circadian rhythms. It kind of tells our body, like, it's still daytime. No need to produce the things that the body needs to wind down and go to sleep. So I am not perfect at this, but about an hour before bed, I try to make sure I'm minimizing my view of technology. So it's putting my phone on airplane mode. It's turning down the lights and making sure there's not just a bunch of lights on. I mean, personally, I really don't like to have a lot of lights on at that time of day anyway. It's just my body's way of telling me, I guess, that it's better to have the lights dim or low or just off and not too much going on there. And if I am going to be looking at a screen, whether it's reading something, watching something, whatever, I put my blue light blocking glasses on. So typically I take my contacts out about an hour or two before bed anyway and switch to my glasses. And my new glasses also have the blue light blocking lenses. So that's helpful so that you can block some of that out if you do look at something a little later on in the day, but just something to be mindful of with your lights and your screens. 
also about an hour before bed, and sometimes it's just right before bed, depending on when I get to it. But typically when I'm hopping in the shower or getting in the bath, I will put the essential oils in the diffuser. So that's kind of my routine and my trigger to do that. So essential oils in the diffuser is so powerful because when you inhale essential oils, it actually creates a really powerful switch in your limbic system. So just your olfactory system picking up that aroma makes uh, communication with the limbic system in the brain, which is responsible for our blood pressure, our long-term and uh, memory, our mood states, and just really our ability to relax and our nervous system's ability to kind of kick into that more parasympathetic or rest and digest state versus the sympathetic flight or fight state. So combination that is one of my favorites is lavender and eucalyptus. I do equal drops of both in the diffuser. I also really like cedarwood essential oil, frankincense, and lately I have been using a lot of black spruce. It is one of my absolute favorites. It smells so grounding and woodsy, and I put that in the diffuser or even take some in my hands and then just like rub it into my scalp, give myself a little scalp massage. My head tends to hold a lot of tension sometimes, so that really helps to just run my fingers through there and give myself a little rub. And I also do that on my feet. So when I hop into bed, I have my vetiver essential oil, my spikenard, my frankincense, and all of the really sedative-like oils that I have next to my bed, and I take that in my hands and roll it on my feet. So just a few drops can be really powerful, and I concentrate on kind of the bottom of the big toe, even though I put the oil all over my feet, but the bottom of the big toe is kind of a reflex point for your pineal gland and a lot of those hormones that are going to be released for helping you to wind down. So I feel like that's really powerful for me. And if you feel like you need some extra help with winding down at that time of day, I also, after putting the oils on or sometimes before, it just doesn't really matter the order, I guess, but I do a yoga pose where basically I put my feet up the wall. So I'm in an L shape against the wall, and you may have heard me talk about this before, but this really shifts your nervous system from that parasympathetic to, or I'm sorry, from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic. So basically taking you from feeling really wound up and unable to relax to just really winding down. So feet up the wall, simple thing to do, put the oils on your feet and then stick them up the wall and lay in an L shape and just breathe deeply for even a few minutes can make a big difference. So speaking of breathing, that's actually one other thing that I do for relaxation. It is called alternate nostril breathing. So with just a few minutes of this, you can really restore balance and a feeling of ease in the mind and body. And sometimes when we get frazzled or find ourselves doing a lot of things at once, it is because we are not really listening to our breath at the same time or paying attention to how we're breathing. And I, I notice sometimes for myself that, you know, we're always breathing. Obviously, it's not something we have to consciously think about, but sometimes my breathing isn't very deep. And so even just sitting there with one hand on my belly and one hand on my chest and making sure that I'm breathing deeply, which means that my belly is rising first, is super powerful. And the breath is great for restoring that balance so that we don't feel frazzled and we actually come back to just noticing that 
breath and kind of the state that our body is in. So alternate nostril breathing is something that uh, you can look up a little video if you want to learn how to do that, but basically you're going to be taking your thumb and closing off the right nostril and breathing in through the left. And then you're going to take your pinky finger and you're going to close off the left nostril so that you can breathe out through the right. And then you'll breathe in through the right, close off the right, breathe out through the left. Breathe in through the left, close off the left, breathe out through the right. And you alternate that and do that for several times. Sometimes just maybe even count to 10. Sometimes you can set a timer and maybe just do it for five minutes. So another thing that I do along with feet up the wall and deep breathing and the other things I've mentioned, this is the final thing I'll share with you, is a relaxation meditation. I have several that I really enjoy that are from the Insight Timer app. There's so many for sleep on that, ranging from five minutes to probably an hour. I usually don't do one for that long uh, unless I'm really struggling to get to sleep. Then maybe I have one that I've uh, put in my ears for about a half an hour to really wind down. But typically 15 to 20 minutes, and I often find that by the end of it, I'm actually pretty much sleeping. I'm in that sleep state. And I really enjoy the sleep meditations that actually don't wake you up at the end. They just kind of let you drift off into sleep. And I have this one that I play all the time. And it's kind of a joke between my husband and I are just kind of a funny thing because I turn it on and he's like, oh my goodness, this one again. (laughs) He gets kind of tired of like the same one. But you know, it has worked for me so well in being able to get to sleep that I just continue to play it, and it's my go-to. So I hope you find one as well as you explore the Insight Timer app or whatever app that you use or person that you like to listen to for meditation. So just going over this list again, I take powdered magnesium. I pay attention to the lights and technology and turn off things as much as possible. I diffuse essential oils and use them topically on my feet. I have them next to my bed, so I remember to use them. I do feet up the wall with deep breathing and also meditation. So these aren't things that I always do every single night, all five. You know, it doesn't always work that way. But most of the time I'm hitting, you know, three or four of these. And if I'm really been struggling, then I pull out all of them. And these are some things that I hope that you can use as well. So I want to challenge you to try at least one of these if you're struggling with sleep. Try the one thing that resonated with you the most, try it this week, and then send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny Holbert or leave a comment on my latest post there and let me know what you tried so I can be your accountability coach that way, okay? So I want you to know before you go to, if you enjoy and get value from the Wild Wellness Podcast, you can become a member of the Wild. I wanted to invite you to check this out because if you are listening to this and you enjoy these episodes, it's a chance for you to get so many other resources that are going to help you to really live your one wild life and not overdo it, not burn out in the process to Uh, be able to challenge yourself with your workouts, but do it in a way that is mindful. And those are a lot of the things that I share, as you know, and just really tuning back into nature for that inspiration. So check that out at jennyholbert.com forward slash wild members, and you can see everything that's included for you there. Hey, before you go, if you loved this episode, be sure to subscribe, review, and share it with someone. 
Thank you so much for listening, for showing up. And until we chat again, go live your one wild life.